Welcome to a special edition of Egypts of the World. That's right. Yeah. The special guest. Our our only guest. We've invited a, a third in. Yeah. Uh, trying to, trying to <laughs> save the relationship. <laughs> invited. We're, we're all living on the same floor of a hotel. It's not like I've got a car pick me up to take me to a studio. No. no. We're at the end of Glenn's bed right now. Yeah. We had to delay the podcast because the cleaners were here. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was that. It was awkward where we just all just stood there shuffling around while people really worked hard around us. Well, and her, her grasp of the language wasn't great. So every time we asked her to leave, she took that as, oh, clean more. No, 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 we're, we're, we're going to start working now. Okay, I start working now. No, it's still, yeah, not, yeah. still not a bad uh, misunderstanding. Like if somebody, you're just asking them to leave and instead they decide to clean your room harder and faster. Like. <laughs> I mean, there's worse ways. But nevertheless, yeah. welcome, Jim Jeffries. Thank you. To Egypts of the World. Thank you for having me. I've been listening to the, the whole season of this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm up to date on all the episodes. You know yeah. what's happening. And how many episodes would that be, Jim? Two. Okay. Two, but by the time this comes out, I'll listen to them, and then oh. I'll be up to speed. Yeah, that'll be good. By the time this comes we're on tour in uh, the UK, and we, we, we're about to go up to Manchester tomorrow, but this will be out afterwards. This is it. So thank you to all the people who came to Manchester. Best oh, they, show of the run. Oh, they were great. Wonderful. Jason Manford came over. Oh, what a surprise. That was yeah, a surprise yeah. visit. That'll yeah, be good. Very exciting. Did Ooh. security on the door for us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was Colin. But how we have so we've been on the road for like three weeks now in your in the Golden Tour bus. Yes, right. Yeah. And I would say, uh, and all three of us have known each other for what twenty five years, something like that. Twenty two, yeah. But most of what we have talked about uh, is has been the nineties. We have talked a lot about what. What would you say? And just we've reached that age where we just reminisce about when our life was at its best. I could. Yeah. I, I must admit, I'm surprised how passionate and in depth your knowledge of Kerry Katona has been. Oh, I know about Kerry Katona. Oh, that reminds me. I got a I, Brian McFadden asked for tickets for what? Manchester, so I got to I got to get onto that. Yeah, Ooh. there we go. Is so, he going to bring all of the, the the other lads? I no, just the one. He wrote to me on the Twitter, but a long time ago, asked for the Manchester tickets, and I said, "Sean, you just reminded me." So, Brian McFadden, Brian McFadden yeah, former Paramore Westlife. He would have he would have been part of your Parliament or something after that. Important person in Ireland. He, oh yeah, I mean, boys on Westlife are very important, but weirdly not as important as Jedward. Jedward's Jedward still kicking on. Oh, wow. They are Really? They are yeah. just they exist in their own zone of I don't know. Like when when Obama got elected, right? When Obama got elected, he came to Ireland and he did a massive speech in College Green, the biggest green in Dublin. Could take a quarter of a million people. A quarter of a million people showed up to see him, maybe even more. He made a speech. But weirdly, they had Jedward as the support act. <laughs> And every I was on tour over here in the UK, and all the commercial radio stations were asking me why. Why are Jedward supporting the American president? I'm did, like, did Jedward still do the music? I don't even know they, well, they ever they did t- music. They did the TV presenters. Are they? They were they were on X Factor or one they, of these. They're things. brothers, right? They're twins. They're twins. They're twins from Dublin. Yeah. And they had like a vanilla ice haircut thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember Jedward. And there was the, the the cheeky girls was the other twins. Yes, they were. Who were like Albanian, Romanian, Romanian something. Yeah. something yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of them started banging a politician. Uh, yeah, Lembic Orpic. Lembic 
OPEC. Yeah, it sounded like it was backwards. Yes, he he lost his seat for because he was shagging one of the cheeky girls. And when he lost the seat on the news, you know, when they have the, the election results, there was David Dimbleby. And all he said was, Lembic OPEC has lost the seat. One too many cheeky girls. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pretty, pretty nasty. But like my genuinely, my thing was trying to defend Jedward. I'm going, why are they supporting Obama? I'm like, it's a security. They're the only two Irish men alive we can guarantee are not in the IRA. <laughs> and why is that? Why why can't they be? Like they thought that Elvis was an undercover spy. Why couldn't Jedward? Try to get a balaclava just, just over that mess. Hiding, hiding in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would poke out the hole in the balaclava. Do they, Where's do the they, IRA? <laughs> Shut up, Jedward. Stop telling them their names. Do they clean up with the girls or do they go the other way, Jedward? Do we, did no, no one knows. They're again. They live in. A, you know. There's. You never hear any well, rumors about. Well, this is the thing. Is because your fan base grows with you. So I remember Jedward and Jedward. I I would hasten to say Jedward from 18 years ago. X Factor. Oh, he's maybe a, more. Yeah. Right? So eight, they look the exact same. 18 years. Yeah. So now they've got to at very at least be 33-year-old men, probably. Maybe older. Maybe older, maybe 35, right? So who's their fan base? It can't be young girls anymore. Is it just housewives that are into no, I don't know, but they just, their fame never goes. They're sort of, um, they're, they're Twitter famous now. They tweet a lot. They tw- they've they've got large they, following on Twitter. Yeah, they, get, they really get in there. And if, if they don't like a politician, they just word fuck them on Twitter like and nobody sees it coming because you never think you're going to lose an argument to Jedward no no so even nothing, then you know there's I mean? two of them you're like yeah. I can take them both <laughs> <laughs> what do you think um, from obviously you're only over here for for briefly for the tour and you live in the States and you've been well, how long have you been there 15 years 15 years I've lived in America yeah, yeah it's a long time what would you say is the fundamental difference between and the Egypts of the UK and the Egypts of America? Ah, uh, the idiots in, in in America seem to have more of a voice than the idiots in the UK. They can band together and they all seem to live. See, see, like if you got idiots living in Britain, there'll be sound people living twenty miles away, fifteen miles away that they can visit. Right. Yeah. Sometimes the idiots in America can't find a rational person for a hundred miles, two hundred miles. Like they're they're very enclosed in their own community. Like, and I'm not talking like right wing versus left wing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just the Amish. Yeah. How are they? Yeah. They're, they're fifty miles out of Philadelphia. Fifty. They're fifty miles outside <laughs> of Philadelphia, and they're just they're born just... and raised in the playgrounds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Building barns is how I spend most of my days chilling out. Oh my wife, we we were watching we were watching TV last night in the hotel room, and my wife, uh, who lives in LA with me, we're watching the chase, and they're saying they said, "What city is Bel Air in?" And my wife said, "Philadelphia," and I I said, "No, we live in the same city as Bel Air. It's two suburbs on from us. Yeah, you've driven through it many many times." And she, and she goes, no, 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 in the Fresh Prince in West Philadelphia. You didn't even listen to the whole song. No. <laughs> you didn't listen to the bit where he moved. Yeah, yeah. You it just was... went, that's where the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's the only bit she got. And <coughs> stayed in Philadelphia, Bel-Air, Philadelphia. Bel-Air, Philadelphia. <laughs> and lived in a mansion with his, his judge father in, in West Philadelphia. Could happen. It didn't happen. That's yeah. one of the things with sitcoms. Every time I try to write a sitcom, they're always like this. Don't put it in LA or New York because uh, people can't relate to it. Right. It's such a network note thing. Yeah. It's unrelated. Middle, middle America doesn't relate to it. 
What about me living in Australia, yeah. growing up, watching a black guy move to Bel Air and still watching it and understanding yeah. and yeah. grasping the concept? Yeah, yeah. getting your head around you know it. I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Got really square cousin. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When I used to pitch to the BBC, they'd be like, oh, I mean, the guy's Canadian. You know, it's going to confuse people. How'd he get here? And I'm like, well, plane yeah you know about right. 15 a day land full of like full of the, the, the amount of times you, you audition for a role and they're like yeah but and and if I, the few times i've gotten a role and i have to be australian they always work into the script well you know he came over here with his family 20 years ago they always work some some way why can't we just assume i'm just fucking here just accept it yeah yeah and move on yeah no oh, maybe episode seven i can give a backstory if you want but we don't need it for the pilot yes yeah. But yeah. instead, no, there's you in the in the opening trailers with a knapsack on your back, hmm. just walking your dingo through town. <laughs> <laughs> Taking off his corked hat. Well, I won't be needing that anymore. <laughs> well, flaming hell, it's hot here, but you haven't got the flies. I don't know if the cork hat has ever been actually worn in oh, truth. Shut up. Oh, I think oh. it's just been a tourist thing. I've never, I've look, I've been to rural Australia. I've never seen the, the cork hat. I've uh, worn one yeah. for comedy purposes. I there's I asked a mate, is a mate of mine called uh, Gelly. He's Irish, but he's sort of a musician. He's and he's lived and toured around Australia. And he was like, "There's parts of Queensland in cow country where you need the cork hat. Like I'm, you are gone, or you have to accept there will just be flies on your face." When I climbed up, I climbed on Uluru. You're not allowed to do it anymore. Airs Rock when I was a kid, but we changed the name to Uluru. It yep. was be nice, right, right well, thing to say, right. And there's so many fucking flies there. I was going to spend like three or four days at this rock. And then I got I got to the top of it and I went, that's me done. Let's go home. It's just too many flies. And you go into the restaurant, they've got one resort there. And there'll just be like a rat, like a large mouse will come out and crawl over your feet. And you'll go to the waiter, you'll go, hey, there's a large mice under yeah. the table. right? And they'll go, oh no, they're endangered special mice from this particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have more rights here than you. <laughs> oh, you can't kill them or anything like that. They're, they're very rare, but not in this restaurant. You'll find plenty of them. <laughs> Lots of them have our bins. It's a, it's a real sanctuary, our bins. <laughs> anyway, I've gone up the, the topic. What, what idiot were you talking about? The difference between American and idiots, idiots. And, and British idiots. I don't know. You get pretty daft cunts everywhere, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast. We are mm. celebrating the idiots of the world. I've always thought that America gets a bit of a bad rap because their idiots are broadcasted the most. Yes. They you are, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's very easy for someone in, in Norway to go, these Americans and how they talk and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I've seen... I'll tell you, okay, so one time I was in... I was doing a gig in uh, Norway... Right, or Sweden. I know. I, I was in Sweden. I was in Sweden, and then the comic was like this: "Flugenhagen, fliegen, fliegen, dagen, da ba ba da da." And then he went doopy 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 do. And I turned to the comedian and said, "What's the doopy 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 doopy?" He goes, "He is doing impersonation of man from Norway." Right? <laughs> <laughs> this made me think so that cool. every country has a moron country next to it. Yeah. Like you have the Welsh, we have the New Zealanders, America has the Canadians, yeah. Canadians have the Americans, and we yeah, all go, yeah. the other nation are, bro. Oh, like, they're yeah. all stupid <laughs> over there. So I don't know if America has more idiots. I just think they're more worldwidely known. And I think another thing with America that doesn't help is the flag. The flag is, 
Yeah. I'm anti-flag. I think any time a cunt's got a flag tied around his neck, he's up to no good. Yeah. No one's yeah. no one's ever achieving something good there. They're always he's, he's never achieved anything on his own. Yeah. They're he's going very to pl- proud of. They're going to cause trouble. You know something. What I mean? Yeah. yeah the, the fancy way of saying it is Edmund Burke, the uh, 17th-century political philosopher, said is. Patriotism is the last refuge of the scoundrel. Yeah, yeah. And that always comes to mind when I see somebody draped in a flag not at a sporting event. I oh, know the, Australian, like, the, the well, Australians, well, they had to stop wearing flags. They were considered gang colours. Because you know, remember that when they had the punch up with the Lebanese on Cronulla Beach? Oh, yeah. yeah. The boys from the Nulla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all showed up in their Australian flags. Here yeah, we go. In utes. Yeah, yeah. In cut off denim jackets. <laughs> we're going to have a big fucking blue on the beach with these fucking Lebo Westy cats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They made a documentary about it. And, like, you go, all right, I, I'm sure it was traumatic for us. But, like, nobody died. It was literally a, a, a punch-up. A, a fist fight on a beach. Yeah, but we went for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, people went for the, it. The biggest fist fight wasn't at the beach. It was at the congestion at the train station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to the beach. <laughs> they didn't even get to the destination. <laughs> I don't know if it matters, but who won? Oh, the Australian spirit. Yeah. As as always. <laughs> yeah, mate. The great Aussie battlers, the Larrikans. The Diggers. Yeah, the Sheilas. Yeah, the Diggers. I don't yeah. I don't use that nickname in America. No. No. It's too no, close, no, too no, close. No. You can but see the real what you're saying. It. And if you if you if you're listening in America, the the term digger comes from um it's it's not racist anyway. It's it comes World from War I. digging the trenches in World, World War, War One. Yeah. So it's for oh, the so soldiers, did yeah. Did you guys yeah. do that? Yeah. We did it for our trenches. Yes. So everybody did it. Yeah, but we had the nickname. Ah. Yes. You, if, you, if you want to call yourself diggers, you go ahead. But that's what we chose. Yep. You guys probably called yourself diggy, diggy, trench, trench. <laughs> or the Canadian guys. I think using a trench is cheating. Yeah. No. They'll stay above they, ground. They call us, when they go wet, they call us the milk boys. <laughs> They're actually called the bing boys. I was telling you, the first world war there. No, we were the called bing the boys. Canucks because the, cause the people who fought were so young they, there was a uh, comic book called Johnny Canuck that uh, he was like a logger from British Columbia. And that's how they knew Canadians had been in the trench. Like if another uh, one of the armies got there, find the things and they go, ah, oh, the Canucks have been here. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's why we call the Australian penthouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> find those magazines all through. <laughs> how, how many wanks do you reckon you would have had in the trench? Like you've got trench foot. There's also there's just maggots feet. everywhere. You gotta, you, oh yeah, well yeah. those two things alone, I've been wanking myself to death. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> knock one out, right? You're in a trench. Yeah, you yeah, find a dead it? bloke. You search his body. You find a picture of his girl back home. Oh, his uh, his sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, or somebody's giving you a letter to send home. Like he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as he's dead, I'm wanking to your. Letter. I'm opening this up. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Cecilia, I hope this finds you well. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what Cecilia looks like. Yeah. There was a, there was in the Vietnam War, which obviously uh, the, the Aussies were in as well. There yeah. was I spoke to a guy years ago. You guys didn't go. Oh, Ireland? No, we were. We Canada were, made the bullets. Ah, uh, see, that's uh, contributing a bit. Yeah. In the sixties, Ireland were in the Congo. That's what? We were in the Congo, in the UN. We lost a load of men. 
Lost a load of men in the Congo. Like just lost them? Yeah, it's a big country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no taxis. There's no maps. Oh like. man, we're gonna find them like Colonel Kurtz now. There's gonna be like a little Irish village in the middle of the Congo. Yeah, yeah. Lot of red-haired children. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the the Australia were in the Vietnam War as well as the, obviously with the Yanks. But proportionally, the the Aussie soldiers lost almost no men. Because they were number one, they were trained up top in top of. Because we have lots of Asians living in Australia, we knew how to talk. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, how to talk to them. There's no problem. We yeah. could order the food, everything. All right, <laughs> look me in the eye when I'm speaking to you, sunshine. <laughs> no, it's, they didn't wash. They were trained. The Aussie soldiers were trained when you're up in the jungle. Just never washed. Were the well, American? I don't think they were trained. That's just what they were like. Yeah, yeah. never washed. Yeah, never washed. They couldn't. The the Viet Cong couldn't find them. Whereas the Yanks, what, were because f- of the smell. The smell. They? That's right. They they smelt like a jungle. Whereas the Aussie, the American troops had to shower every day and use palm, you know, palm olive soap. So when they were in the middle of a jungle, like the Viet Cong, you know, trackers could just smell soap on the wind. Well, that's where the that's wow. where the Yanks are. Whereas oh, the Aussies... No, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm telling you, it's true. Well, also... I, I, <laughs> do you reckon that what, the track is like dogs or something? Or do you reckon they just... smell it. You just no, picture like can... Asian people just going, well, it's a bit soapy over there. Yeah. Okay. That would yeah. do it. Well, also... That would do it. From what distance? Well, I, I don't can't know. smell you from here. Well, that's because we're both soapy. Oh, I haven't been soapy for a few days. <laughs> oh, really? I'm, I'm smelling like jungle. <laughs> if you were in a war, though, you'd, you'd, you'd pick it up easier like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. if this if you knew the soapy guys had guns you'd be, you know, it, wouldn't it be the plumes of heroin you know? <laughs> well, pretty much good but i think everybody was hitting the dragon yeah, yeah, they, yeah they were also if not heroin they were all smoking weed in vietnam yeah out of, like doing it out of gun barrels yeah you know what i mean like i can't imagine because weed makes me paranoid like at a party but that's what you let alone like in a war you want to be paranoid in a war that's the time to be paranoid that's true actually you, you want to worry what's behind what me. was that that's, yeah 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 you want to be on yeah. that oh oh it was the Viet Cong oh yeah. somebody said something what, did, what was it, it was the soap. they were all so shitting in the woods yeah it was yeah. lots of smells yeah. It would have been, yeah, but the soap would have been the one that didn't smell like a jungle. Well, it's now, it's come out now, too, um, that the Americans were, a lot of the times they were taking those hills, there was absolutely no point to that. They just thought it was good for morale. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's like, actually just take... crazy generals going, yeah, we got it, we got it. And, and they, would, they would fight for weeks to take Hamburger Hill mm. or whatever. And they'd get up there and then just sort of slink off like, well, we didn't well, really that was, need this. That kept us busy. Kept the lads busy. But World did you- War Two felt like it was a pushback thing. They tried to take a bit of land, but that that seemed more have more point. To what? It. Well, when they were pushing forward there. Yeah, but they were Vietnam, going to it. because it was guerrilla warfare. Didn't feel like there was any point to taking anything because they were. Yeah, no, it was all the fluid. They were just. Yeah, if you beat them, they just. At least you got You got to give it up for World War One and Two. At least there was outfits. You know what How do you mean there was outfits? There was uniforms. Oh, you uniforms. Knew, you knew. Yeah. You knew that guy's no good. Like. Like, the British, for all you bloody... Okay, the original idiots of the world, the British... Yes. ...wearing red coats into war. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to go down as monumental dumb. It was, yeah. yeah. 
Guy yeah. with a flute, bloke playing drums as you walk yeah, in. Yeah, just a little boy, just <laughs> like just, just keep drumming away. <laughs> I think I think right there with the allied symbol too of a target. Oh yeah, put that right on the wing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the best part of a plane to blow up is the wing. You blow off the wing, you don't need to think about the rest of it. They don't have fancy uniforms anymore. You're right. Like the Germans, the pickle the the pickle helmet. In the first world war, the one with the spike. Oh, yeah, lovely. yeah, now, that's yeah. a that's a quality helmet. That's the sign language for German. You got like that? Is it? Yeah, what, like that. The pickle the, ruble. The, 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 you put the, your the finger spark. on your head. It looks like your number one, right? But right. it's the spike on the World War One helmets. I would look into that. That might be Germans just sneaking. Oh no! Whenever there's a sign language person, I said a German, and they did. I thought that was an interesting one. German to Jew, yeah, like that. But. Um, yeah, I reckon I, I heard they used to put the spikes in the ground. They could use it as a bowl or some shit. There was some reason for the. There spikes. was some sort of practical reason. There's always something you could use the spike to get shit out of your shoe or something. There's always that, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's the Roman ones. Or well, something. you yeah. could. I mean, you could be the last last ditch effort, just unicorn the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like unicorn him. What, what the fuck did you do, Hans? I was unicorning men again. <laughs> I have a gun, but it's what I like to enjoy. It's not how I enjoy it. <laughs> but do you know the 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 nickname, the whatever, the motto? That's what I'm going to say. Of the elite Australian regiments, right? It's you know the way in the American army, it's always like search and destroy, yeah, kill yeah. and conquer, all that. You know what I mean? And there's like a skull leering with a cigar in its mouth. You know what I mean? It's forage yeah. and barbecue. Forage and barbecue. It's called thongs on a root. <laughs> it's actually, this is so great. It's actually nifty and naughty. Nifty and naughty? <laughs> nifty and what, naughty. That's the whole Australian military, nifty and naughty? No, it's like one of the elite units. That's their thing, you know, instead of search and destroy. Sound like two children's puppets. Yeah, nifty oh, and naughty. Nifty and naughty. <laughs> oh, the SAS of Australia, man, they have a great base. They're like uh, Cottesloe Beach, Perth. What? Yeah, that's it's... where they get to be based on Cotter's yeah, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, so yeah, I they... supposed to tell everybody where the base is. Oh, no, they're fine. They, everyone hey, knows where it is. They're not scared of people. They let you go there. down there and I've drunk in the pub and run around and all sorts of stuff, but it's it's right. It's prime real estate. Yeah. It's lovely. On a hill, the nice, one of the nice beaches in the world. Yeah. It's it's sort of, the, it's it's kind of like the Bondi of Perth, isn't it? It's like the famous beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the famous beach. It's a bit further up. The SAS have their... And then like... Like acres of land, they could sell it all off. That's what I've always thought about, like golf courses. Here's one for idiots of the world. How the fuck have they gotten the prime real estate in each country? And then I'm playing for 50 bucks. Yeah. 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 I don't understand how they can make their money back. Like, I, I, a, pri- a private, like, like members clubs that have quarter of a million dollars membership and they're in Bel Air or something like that. I understand that. But one where you're just like, oh, this one's by the beach, like on the coast. Yeah. And I'm paying 50 bucks. To, I don't see it. A bowling alley must make more money. Yeah. It's also, you can use a bowling alley at night. You can only use the golf course during the day. I think people like living around them, but I'd hate to live next to a golf course. You know, oh, yeah. golf balls in your backyard. Yeah, the idea that a, a small ball could fly into your fucking pantry at any minute yeah, yeah. isn't relaxing. And they're often the new build, those sort of new build developments, like in Portugal, um, beside luxury golf courses, the house is all glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like 
Well, I had lunch beside a golf course once, and that's when you realize, like, you, I, I don't really play the sport, but you always think everybody's a good golfer, but they're not. No, no, no. So you, you see, like, really uncoordinated people. It's not it's not like the PGA yeah. where everybody's, nice big swings and hits. A lot of it's just, oh, Jesus, God, oh, oh it's rolled in the ditch. Okay. Yeah, it's gone again. Well, the thing with golf is, like, because I took it up during COVID, the problem is every round you play, You'll hit one shot that's as good as Tiger Wood would hit it. Just one shot will be perfection out of your hundred fucking shots. And yeah, that, yeah. that shot keeps you coming back. Mm-hmm. You go, I just got to do that all the time. Well, that's how Tiger Wars is with pills. <laughs> <laughs> that one pill was so good. I think I'll drive down this mountain pass in my fucking Lamborghini to get he, some more I pills. Believe he, I believe he was playing golf with David Spade or something like the, that that day or something. He was one of the last people. I see. There's another one that, like, in the difference between Britain and America, nobody in Britain or Ireland knows who David Spade is. Yeah, they, well, you've He's seen like, the movies. You've seen Tommy yeah, Boy. They've known him from Chris Farley. Yeah, Tommy Boy. He's not very famous. Like, he's way... He is actually famous in America, isn't he? Oh, he's huge, yeah. People know him. He was the... David was the... um, What's his name? Pete Davidson before social media. Right, When he was young. You you Google David Spade girlfriends throughout history... And, for, and, and like it would be good for Anne you. Boleyn. It'd be good for you because he's about your height, right? So it's, I'm telling you, he's a little fella. A little fella. Oh, he's smaller than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you go through. You through it's all. There's the Pamela Andersons. They're all in their prime. The, the, the list is wow, outstanding, how, outstanding. The creme de la creme. How come? He's really charming. Oh, right. Well, that'll do it. Really, girls love it. My, my wife was charmed by him completely. She met him and she went, oh, David's really lovely. Like, yeah. Girls have a thing for him. Yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. charming. Small, charming man. I'll well, take over the go. fucking world. <laughs> don't, don't. This yeah. thing's never been yeah. good enough. When you, when you meet David, you're like me. We're the same. Hey, me and you. <laughs> Both of us have our, our histories with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Yours were more one-to-one. You were there person. for them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine were more sort of remote. <laughs> remote. <laughs> but uh, equally sincere. We were talking before about uh, uh, the 90s. I, when I'm in Manchester, I like to go... That's the list. Uh, this is... Good Lord. It's every hot woman who is now 52. Yeah. In Hollywood. Karen Electra, Krista Allen, who I know, Nikki Willem. Yeah. I don't know them all, but the, it is... Heather Locklear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's extraordinary it's, list of, of extraordinary of beautiful, give, beautiful women of credit, the 90s. Credit's due. Now after the idiot, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But, he, knew, but he, he didn't have any relationships, so he's obviously a shitty lay. He had to keep going from girl to girl Clearly. to girl. That's, how, know, that's, that's how, how it works. That's how I do <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Dave. So <laughs> those guys who were stupid at sex end up having lots of sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and all the women want to have sex with them to find out how dumb they are. Yeah, exactly. Find out I'm real stupid in bed, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like to show my intelligence to the same person all the time. Mm. Really impress the yeah, same person really, over really and over again. Really push the again. facts down. Yeah. They know. Really yeah. dig into the monog slug. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's dangerous that you have a term for it. 
<laughs> Never used it before. Luckily, nobody will ever hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kept that from the public very well. <laughs> well, what have you got? What have you got for us here? Uh, what evidence of Egypt's do you have? When I go to Manchester, there is a used magazine shop that I I like to purchase. Um, you know, and it's a it's a way of looking. Uh, you're almost clairvoyant when you're reading some of these stories because you know how these people's lives turn out you know right. you're in this yes. magazine and yeah i bought this one it was from 1989 the end of the 80s and i thought is there really going to be a story in there about somebody's fall from grace you know will will it work and i'll, I'll let you guys look page page one just all just right so through. so on the cover we've already got madonna we know how that ended up Ooh. yeah uh, TikTok has been bad for Madonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we got Bob Geldof, will he get a divorce from Paula? Who yeah. knows? <laughs> no. Who knows how things will turn out? Is that, is it no, no. Here we go. There we go. Oh, oh. wow! <laughs> what have we got before us? And, and he's got a picture of him with scissors going to cut his dick off. Gary Glitter. Gary Glitter. Who, Who the, the hell does it? Gary Glitter think he is? And that's yeah. There, he's a it, guy about to cut his own cock off. <laughs> Oh, they love Gary. <laughs> I showed that uh, to Frank. Oh, I've got to give it up for the cigarette commercials. You forget just an advert. Just it used to be. The next thing is just have some Marlboro lights, and it'll say the lighter taste, and it'll be a picture of a cool car with some fresh. Like that's a car hop has brought that to him. Just yep. some fries and a packet of fags and a and a, and a and a vodka cranberry. Lovely. Lovely. Straight at the drive. People forget, you know, that's what made men manly. Who's the rapper here? Who's that? Tone Loke, fucking Jesus! Yeah. This is a long time. Tone back. Loke, and that's Mark Cooper. Is that that's hanging with Mr. Cooper meets Tone Loke? Oh yeah. What's... Oh, there's LL Cool J. They're all there. They're all there. Well, whiskey ads. Whiskey ads. Back in the... Whiskey and cigarettes. It was, it, was a, it was a better time. Anyway, yeah, Gary Glitter. Yeah. Gary Glitter. There's something that you might miss. Do you well, miss we you... would say, okay, idiot, idiots of the world. Uh, Gary Glitter. He, if you don't know, know if you, because the Americans don't really know him. Because no. they still play his music at the at the baseball. No. Not at the Dodgers, but I saw a game at uh, St. Louis Cardinals, a playoff game while I was there, and they played that song all the time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And so if you don't know, the guy who wrote that song is Gary Glitter, and Gary Glitter went to, uh, he's in prison for being a pedophile, and the way he got caught was he his computer started to slow down. What if that uh, happened? Yeah. Now, if you are a pedophile, right, and I'm not saying I know too much about it, but if you are, probably don't take your cl computer in to get cleaned. No. Just no. get a new one, throw that one in the ocean, start again. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he took it into PC World and it was filled to the brim. <laughs> That's the wrong world to take it into. Yeah, to the, <laughs> That's a very <laughs> politically correct world. <laughs> yeah, to, to the brim with child pornography. And yep. they called him in to get the repair, and the cops were waiting for him there. And then he ran away to Thailand. Yes. Now, yeah. I don't know about being a pedophile, but uh, <laughs> probably Thailand's not your best bet for escape. Yeah. If you really want to prove to people that you're not a nonce, Thailand's yeah. the beaches of Southeast Asia probably aren't the place. That and if you're not a Thai man, you're going to stand out. Oh, no, they call them, because the term is expats for people who live, but not yeah. in Britain. If you're a bit chubby and you're fucking, you're wandering around Thailand by yourself, you're known as a sexpat. Yeah. That's Ooh, the, that's the nickname that you're sexpat. Sexpat. Right? Ooh. Yeah. When you're done with the Minog slog, it's time for the sex <laughs> And I, I know, because I was there doing gigs, and I was like, I was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, and I'm like, I 
definitely look like a sex pad right yeah. now. I just bought myself. I, do you know what it is about the sex pad? The tracker sandals, a certain type of flip-flop. Do you know the one I'm talking about? They're mm-hmm. called the trackers. Mm-hmm. And the bum bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love... Yeah. I don't want to about the sex sex pads. They love feel, a bum bag. I feel sorry for Hawaiians in all of this. They're like, those are our shirts. Oh, I love yeah. an Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you that's cultural the- appropriation right yeah, there. Yeah. I, got, I got a mate who's uh, he's the second fiddle on uh, on Magnum. And he used, he used to be in sitcoms and all type of stuff, Zach, right? And, he, and then he got the job being the guy that does like the computer stuff on the new Magnum series. And right. that show's been going for six years and he lives in Hawaii and he's like, yeah, this is uh, some good acting. Yeah. He's like, all he's got to do is noodle away on a laptop. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the stats on that, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> and he is acting the role of the guy who's in the background of a podcast. Yeah, just googling yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, just yeah. googling he, on he, the big he island. He does re- reconnaissance for Magnum. <laughs> Magnum's a private investigator who just does Honolulu. No, not outside. No, it's just stay on the big island. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. You got it. all the lovely beaches. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you know any real private investigators, most of it's just sitting in a van and pissing in your coffee cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 They never do that private eye where you just sit there and check. Yeah, she's cheating. That's what most of it That's is. A, yeah, yeah. How do you know? I, well, I fucked her. I fucked her. <laughs> I you know fucked the, her. You know she's the, de- your wife's definitely a cheat. I can tell you that for nothing. The Hawaiian shirt comes from kimonos. It was when the Japanese came over with the kimonos. Oh, yeah. okay. and the, that's why they're silk with the pattern. And the men were working in the fields and they just cut the bottom off and wore the top half. Ah, that's the history of the Hawaiian shirt. That is very shirt. interesting. Well, well, well. Thanks that's for being... So anything else you want to know about Hawaii? They got spam because of... Spam comes out of Minnesota or some shit. But it's popular in Hawaii because it was always in the GI's uh, ration kits and they uh, trade it off. Yeah. They trade it it's off. Ba- it's basically a, f- a type of pig in a can, isn't it? It's canned yeah. pig meat, sometimes a bit spicy. It's not bad it's if you grill it. It's sort of like a slurry of, of Yeah, pig. it's not quite ham. It's it's probably 80% meat. It's got some filler in it. Yeah. It's, I think legally they have to call it spam. They can't. Yeah, yeah, they no, can't call it spam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any imitation spam. I don't think anyone's bothered to yeah. <laughs> There's not a, a cheap version of spam. <laughs> well, you mean a vegan <laughs> vegan spam? Like nobody's... <laughs> Which is just spam because there's yeah. actually not enough meat. It's there's... actually vegan. Technically, this 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 steak is vegan. There's nothing in here. <laughs> yeah, is it all right if it's cut up in a salad? Or they, but they do the sushi, the spam sushi. Oh. You know the one where they just get the nigiri, they get the rice, and they just put spam on top of it in Hawaii? Like, there you go. We've done something. There you here. go. Doesn't look tasty. We've got incredible weed. I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it here. It'll get eaten. This pig from a can. <laughs> the other thing about, I suppose, the difference between America and Britain is, number one, they don't know who Gary Glitter is. No. And also Americans don't have rhyming slang. So, oh, no, no, they don't have rhyming slang. So they don't try know to the, explain rhyming slang, they find it very difficult. So they don't understand that when you take somebody up to Gary. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. They yeah. would. They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true, that. Yeah, I like even... So So in Australia, we say Barry Crocker for shocker. You've had a Barry. Who's Barry Crocker? Barry Crocker sang the original theme song for Neighbours. Wow. <laughs> what a, what a, <laughs> he, so he was good. an Australian crooner. <laughs> But then, like, his last little bit was doing the theme song for Neighbours. Great song. Great song. <laughs> great, great song. Great song. Did, here's some idiots for you. How did they bring back Neighbours? Like, like, Again, yeah. yeah. But how dumb was the network that went, geez, the ratings at the end were really good. Yeah. Why yeah. are we cancelling this show? 
Margot Robbie and Natalie Imbruglia was on the final episode with Guy Pearce and Kylie Minogue yeah. and Jason Donovan. That's why the ratings were good. The tall if guy you can from keep that cast, you can keep yeah, the ratings. Yeah, they, yeah, they, can... they might want to look at the contracts that they signed. They didn't really <laughs> realize it. <laughs> I'm in it for 10 years. <laughs> Margot Robbie's back working in the sandwich bar. <laughs> On the daytime side. I'll tell you another thing they, they play at the basketball is uh, when they hit a three-point shot, they play the first three notes of Beds Are Burning. Right? Oh, yeah. So for three points. Dun, dun, dun. This is one, two, three, right? Yeah. It's not bad. But I don't think any Americans know what that is. And it is a political Aboriginal song. Yes. I don't know if it should be for the basketball, but here we are. Here we are. This is. This you is know what happened to him, right? Who? Yeah. So Peter, is he a politician? Yeah. He, he was. He went on to become the environment. He, look, he put his money where his mouth is. He went into politics after harping on about, you know, social issues in every song he ever did. And then he went into politics. And then um, he gave rebates uh, because he was trying to put energy prices down in Australia. So he said, every Australian show should have insulation. We're going to give rebates if you get it on your house. And we're going to give rebates to the people who install it. So it's super cheap, government-funded... Anyway, he didn't put into the contract then they should all be trained up on how to do it because a lot of them were just laying these foam pads over the top of wires and several houses oh. burned down. And a lot of people died. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, I can see. Peter, our beds are burning. Uh, I literally uh, burning here. So I, I when I was when I was fourteen, I was an exchange student in America. When I say exchange, I was in America for about six weeks or something like that when I was 14. And there's good, the Lions Club just give, Rotary just gives you money if you just go, I'd like to further my, it's like a charitable thing to send you out there. Anyway, so I go out, I go to San Diego, I was 14. I went from being a kid who never even kissed a girl to fingering within a week. Oh. All right? My accent. Thank well, you, well, Rotary well, Club. Well, well. I still haven't kissed a girl. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 the accent, Crocodile Dundee was in the fucking cinema. Yeah. It was still in the cinema. Oh. It couldn't have been a sweet, Yahoo serious well, he was going nowhere. He yeah. was going to be a movie star forever. Taking your big knife everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see you have a knife over there. So <laughs> me, me, me and my mate Nick, who incidentally died in a car accident two years later, but that's beside the point. So we're, we're, we're in the North Americans. God bless you with your slow dancing. In Australian schools, and I assume the same in England, we have a school disco, the boys dance on one side. And yeah, one, yeah, right. one confident lad makes out with the girl and the rest of us sort of say on our sides of the room. Yeah. But in America, they have the slow dance. Like oh, we had slowies in Ireland. Oh, no, we don't in Australia. We don't. You go up and you put your hands on the hips, they put, you just sway from side yeah. to side. It's great, you're right in there, you know. Good. So I was dancing with this girl, and then uh, the next song that comes on, and it probably was still in the charts, right? And I just hear, dun, dun, dun. Now, if you're an Australian boy who's 14 and you hear that song, yeah. you start dancing like Peter Garrett. Now, I'm sure you've all seen <laughs> Peter Garrett does a sort of spasmodic type of thing like this. Yeah, weird arrhythmic. Yeah, yeah. He has Strange his own arrhythmic. So we all started doing that. And the teacher just thought that me and this other Australian bloke was taking piss out of the kid with cerebral palsy. Oh. And it's not like today where you can just go, no, and YouTube the video. Very hard to explain. Yeah. This is how the bloke dances for that song. Anyway. Uh, but you still fingered her. Ah, no, not that one. Not that night. All oh, right. Not that night. But, but it was, there was a time in San Diego. And he still got in trouble. For I still... I, I thought he was making fun of the kid with terrible pulse when he him. did it. Ah, oh, It would be great to bring it back. Why did it fall out of fashion, the fingering? Like? I don't think it is. I think they still finger. I think the kids still finger. Do they? Sure. They'd have to. It's, a, it's your first step. It's your first step. Surely. 
It's all you nowadays. I mean, if you read the newspaper, it seems to be all rimming. Oh no, I still don't rim. No, I think I think that's where COVID came from. If we can tell Gen Z and the millennials one thing, quit licking each other's butts. Yeah, yeah, it I, seems so obvious. I've had women do it to me. The payoff isn't good enough. It's not. It's it. It doesn't come close to a dick sucking. It's not in the same field or, or a ball licking. Yeah, an ass licking. It's not like you go, oh, that's the stuff I'm gonna. No one's. If you're not touching your cock and someone's just licking your ass, you're not ejaculating. The payoff's not good enough. So right. I don't lick my well, ass. And I won't lick yours. And all. No, I. I'm but just, it's almost like you're doing a dare. Like oh, I'm a crazy person. I would just. I, it would immediately now go brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Go brush your teeth and and go home and, and think about home. what you did. Think about, <laughs> take this giant yard brush and brush your teeth all over you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hose you down now. We we have to be careful with this podcast though, because we are three middle aged men who might be these buddy stupid kids and their ass looking. Oh, I, these I, kids! And it, feel, and it feels like they've forgotten about fisting. That was very popular in the early two thousands. Oh. Now you can't even find it for love nor money on board. Oh, you can. <laughs> I got a guy. There's, there's real skill there. Yeah, there's real skill. That's when. That's when. You it was had like to... the girl was proving a point. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you got to be calm to yeah, be yeah. fisted, and Love. that's look. That's how you know you've calmed somebody it's a down. Hell of a bumper sticker. <laughs> you've got to be calm to be fisted. You're right. It's true. If you're if you're suffering from anxiety, a fist inside you is probably but not the way to go. But I think with the fingering, when you yeah. say what's happening to the fingering, I don't know if anyone really enjoys the fingering. I think it's just sort of to get it out of the way to say that we've taken the next step in our relationship when you're a teenager. Well, it's right. Yeah, I suppose when you, you put it like that, I've never. I don't heard think a girl so- ever goes back to a friend and goes, "Then he fingered me, and I was in heaven." Yes. Maybe Depends they how do. big Maybe the guy's they do. finger was. Yeah. We should talk to girls. Yeah. And find out what they One think. One day, yeah. No. <laughs> no way. Hey, can we ask the women of the world? That fingering thing, was that a good thing? Or I got some thing? terrible hand jobs in the movies where they just hand over the top of a dick like this. So they weren't, they weren't, you know. What, like. They didn't show prowess either. Like a cl- We're all fumbling. Like a claw. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they reach down your jeans. There's no reach down, get around, and then really. Like that, they just sort of like a joystick on a on a fucking yeah, like like you know. I mean, you? Did, were you expecting to be completed in the movie? Ah, uh, mate, at fifteen, sixteen, yeah. it wouldn't have taken much. No, but. I know, but but is that what you wanted? I mean, that that might have been why they were doing it just to just to touch your knob for you. But you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I watch fifteen. Who but knows it's, what it's, the fuck you were? It's, but it's awkward when you when you're a teenager when you're both fifteen or something like that because you both don't know what you're doing. You both nobody knows what they're doing. I still don't quite know. I'm still not up to speed yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I just try and uh, try and enter the arena of love making with as much uh, enthusiasm as possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just trying to avoid any written complaints. That's all. Yeah, I I no, try. Don't want I try to give as good as I guess. <laughs> That's right. And then. I'll show you who can come quickly. <laughs> you want this yeah, done in five minutes? Keep trying to teach the woman how to come quickly. <laughs> See, just follow my lead. Thank you very much for listening to Egypts of the World. Egypts of the World is available every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. From Pod People Productions. From Pod People Productions. Thank you. Thank you.